What's going on, everybody? We'd like to say a quick thank you to Jorge Reyna for joining us. He was awesome. Be sure to give him a follow and tell him thank you for doing this. We had a great time. Before we get started, if you have any fertilizer, chemical, or specialty product needs, you got weeds you need to get rid of, give my guy Josh Wolf, pest control advisor at Simplot, a call. He has 10 years of crop advising experience, and he would love to help you out. And he's a huge Bulldog fan, by the way. His phone number, 559-567-9500. Give him a call. Tell him Boyer Bulldog sent you. Also, if you need any wine, head on down to Givali Winery. That is Z-I-V-E-L-I on Biola, just off of Shaw. They'd be happy to hook you up with some wine, some brick oven pizza. Their hours are Saturday and Sunday, noon to 5. If you'd like to go on the weekdays, Give them an email or a call. They'd be happy to talk with you. Enjoy the episode and go dogs. If you had a million followers and you had like 10,000 subscribers, it's totally worth it. 100%. Right. What? That's a little signing bonus right there. That's it. Yeah. Hey. yeah, right. <laughs> Baby, which one to go eat? It's all yeah. on me. Don't go ahead. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah. on the Instagram subscribers. Oh, 100 percent Thank two, you, fans. Yeah. Two thirty dollar mystery rolls. <laughs> you feeling a little spicy then, huh? <laughs> Big baller. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, well, Jorge, we're born and raised. Where were you born and raised? I was born in Long Beach. Yes. I was born in Long Beach, California. I was raised half my time in Downey, California, and half my time in Compton, California. Okay. And what what was half? Why the um, half? My parents had split up. Okay. So I was with my mom in Compton. I was with my dad at Downey. What was that like? A weird dynamic at first. Yeah. But through those years, it has taught me a lot. That helped me at Fresno State, actually. Yeah. But all the tribulations and the difficulties that I experienced my last year there. So. Yeah. So, I mean, what did that mean for sports? Now, like, did you had to, did you have to pick where to go to school? Actually, no. I was fortunate enough to where my parents were co-parents in the okay. aspect of they put me first. Okay. I ended up going to Downey High School which is the best decision of my life because I became a rival to Jeff Teffert. He went to <laughs> Warren High School. So every time I saw him, I was like, hey, Jeff, you know, you're great and all, but my school's better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he appreciated that, that little uh, jab here and there. Uh-huh. But honestly, since we're ta- on this, I have a photo of Jeff Tefford and his records at Warren High School. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude. I, I got to hear this. Here you go. Here's his little records. Okay. Yeah, I see it. 1978, 1978. So we got t- uh, total offense, Jeff Tedford, 1978. We got points scored. And we have offensive yards. He owns all of them. Yes. And it's <laughs> still not broken to this day. <laughs> yeah, no, That's I great. Got, here, I got to show you. I got to show you. 
So did he know that you went to rival school before? Oh, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Once he saw me, he's like, hey, you know, I went to Warren. I was like, oh, I know. It's the, <laughs> it's the lesser of two evils. You know? Right. Right. You were always a little brother. It's okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm here now. You know, don't worry about it, Jeff. I'm here. I'm here now. Right. Right. He used to get mad at it. He used to joke around with it, too. So. Oh, that's awesome. No, he's a great sport. He's a, uh, like I tell every guy that, um, that I was asked about how Jeff is. Um, he's an LA kid, thin and through. No, he, don't tell me that. He, <laughs> no. <laughs> he loves the Valley. He yeah. really did sell me on that when I came in. Mm-hmm. But how I can explain it is he has the LA swag. Okay. He grew up tough and rough. So he wants those grimy guys. He loves the Valley because the Valley has the hard workers, the blue, the blue collars, the Mm -hmm. guys that are willing to sacrifice for the greater good. And he loved the LA guys because he wanted us to fight. He wanted us to grind it out. He wanted the tough SOBs that are willing to put on the line for each other. Um, that's awesome. Now, did you, w- throughout high school, was that, d- did you grow up with a lot of kids like that? Oh, yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. What was that football team like? A lot what? of fighting. <laughs> a lot of fighting. Oh, no. oh, a lot of fighting. It was, it's funny because my dad was the coach. He was the head coach. And he did not let me win the starting job. Ooh. Oh, that was a big life lesson for me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize at the moment I wanted to kill him, but it was a big life lesson for me. And it made me want to scrap even more because mm-hmm. we had a lot of guys that went to Lakewood who ended up going to Division Ones and playing at a higher level where I was able to obtain that tenacity, that, that fire to compete and grind it out because also I had to go against guys that were older than me. My dad never believed in if you're 14, you could play with 14 year olds. No, 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 no. He said, go up higher. I need you to play up higher. I need you to experience it because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to baby you. You're not my little baby. Get your ass out of here and go. (laughs) But it helped me a lot. A lot of those guys, especially in the Compton areas, the Lakewoods, the Linwoods. It's just, it's a grimy place. It's special. I love it. Not a different breed. Different breeds use too much. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a word that's indescribable, honestly. Just well, like out here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think not too many people get to experience that. Yes. And so that's why it's so different. Yeah. Yeah. So what year did you win the starting job when you were in high school? What year? Oh, my sophomore year. That would be, I went in one, 2012. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I meant sophomore. Yeah. 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 Oh, trust me. It, <laughs> I, I was just having a conversation with her coming up here. I have difficulties <laughs> trying to understand the whole graduation. When was your year? You were your, you were at school this year through this. I'm like, I don't know. I just graduated 2019. That's leave me alone. I don't know what right. year I got there. <laughs> right. I don't know what semester. I, just leave me alone. Like, can, 
I'll refer that question to her. Like, yeah. No, please figure it out. I don't know. Our brain's fried. <laughs> and football stuff because it goes into the next year. That's what. That's what made it so complicated for me. Right. Right. It was like, I don't, uh, how's the? How does this make sense, Dad? I I don't know. I just tell me where to play. Tell me where to throw. I'm. Leave me to it. Like, right. I'll let you guys handle that. But it sounds like the way your dad raised you, you were ready for it your sophomore year. You wanted it your freshman year. Yeah. But you got it your sophomore year, but you were ready because you were playing up. Yes. Most of the time. However, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into this one. Oh, yes. Um, I'll do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the way I got it my sophomore year was because I was competing for the starting job with the head coach's brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? So the head coach, his wife was a teacher on campus, and that family is well-established in the district, starting from up top down below. I'm doing my best to compete. I don't know anything about this. It doesn't get back to me until my quarterback coach goes, hey, do you understand the dynamics of what's going on here? Who you're competing with? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just here. Like, what do you mean? It's like you should. Yeah, yeah I'm just I'm a kid, you know, <laughs> bobbing my head back and forth. When he broke it down to me on the dynamic of the family and the importance of the head coach being the brother-in-law and they want the brother-in-law to play and they're giving him many chances. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> All right, that's fine. You know, let's leave it to be. But it wasn't until the second game, the second or third game is when I started parting myself from the competition. And that's where In my way. dad my dad comes into play because of playing up in age helped me separate myself against a bigger competition like a Paramount. Well, mm. let me phrase that again. My dad prepped me for my dad prepped me for that game in that season against the team Paramount. Would it be like that? Yeah, against Paramount and win the starting job because the kids I had to go against at an early age were faster, stronger, right, and better looking than me, <laughs> physically, 100%. I was the kid that ate jelly donuts. You give me a jelly donut, <laughs> hey, I'm happy. Uh -huh. I'm gonna take two of them. <laughs> the way I separated myself was I was able to withstand the hits. I was able to make the accurate pass, control what I can control, and command a group of guys that were way older than me. I was 15 at the time. Mm -hmm. That team was a bunch of 17, 18-year-olds. So. so, yeah, you have to learn quick. Oh. So, so that's good. I mean, it wasn't like a – a lack of production from the starter and then it's just yo jorge just get in there because our starters stinking it was actually you performing well and just them seeing that and just trusting we, we have we have to play jorge after this you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah essentially um i think what helped was a couple of the guys were like hey coach um 
<laughs> we understand the dynamic, but we're trying to win. And, you know, <laughs> let's let the man play. So. Yeah. yeah. I think that helped. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's so, great. So at what point in your high school career were you telling yourself, all right, I'm ready to go play college football? Um, was that early on, maybe before high school? Oh, way before high school. Yeah. So where I played my Pop Warner at, it's in the city of Lakewood. And Lakewood is the, is famously known for producing athletes. Okay. Baseball, softball, soccer, football. It was a powerhouse. So if you guys recall, when was Josh Rosen at Bosco? 2012? I don't know. I'm not sure. 2011. So a bunch of those guys on that 2011 national team were at Lakewood High School. Okay. I played with most of those guys <laughs> at an early age. So when I saw them produce and the guys we were hanging around, it was never a... There was no question. You guys were going to play college ball. 100%. We pushed each other extremely hard. Mm -hmm. It was sports, academics, more sports. Right. We're practicing together. We're doing extra together, spending time together, doing everything we can to make that next step into more of a reality because we believe it so hard mm -hmm. in it. That's good. I mean, L.A. is a different world in the fact that there's so many athletes down there and you have so many people pushing you. Like, because if you don't perform, there's somebody right behind you that's ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I don't know if we can say that about the Valley. There's a lot of good athletes, but the next person up is not, I, I wouldn't say is also a Division One athlete. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, but scrappy. Yeah, but <laughs> very scrappy. But yeah. I would tell you this. My experience of being in Fresno and at Fresno State, Jeff Tefford opened my eyes to the type of athletes you guys have. Because uh -huh. I, too, had the same notion that Fresno had no athletes. You know, where am I at? When he showed me the type of guys that you guys produced on everyday basis that don't go to Fresno State, that go to the Oregon States, the Washingtons, and these powerhouses, I'm in awe. Yeah. I understand L.A. has their section, their athletes – but I always tell them, if you guys come up here and play against some Fresno people, be careful. <laughs> yeah, we're going to send you home with bruises. That's for sure. More than bruises. <laughs> you guys are a different breed as well. Yeah. You guys are smart. You guys are educated. You guys are hard workers. I love the people mm -hmm. at Fresno. You guys, I do too. You guys aren't afraid of a hit. You guys want to keep on hitting. Depends. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm trying to pump you guys up. Well, you guys are shutting me down. Come on, man. <laughs> I, there's a reason I didn't play football. So. <laughs> <laughs> Given I am a, a six foot, 160 pound white boy. So. <laughs> hey, you would have made a great. Don't show yourself. You would have made a great tight end for us. <laughs> you know? A little Jerry Rice. Action. Oh, center. Really? Yeah, center for a. Uh, Division six, division six, uh, school. high school team in the Valley division six in oh, the Valley wow. too is like real bad. So <laughs> like, I feel like all the coastal teams, you know, get the central coast and down the LA area. D two. There's like D one here. Okay. I feel like at least 
when our schools play them for the most part. All right, so you were growing up with a bunch of players, and you're pushing each other, and you were around it. When when did the offers start coming in? No, the offers didn't come in. For what reason? I don't know. Okay. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a bunch of coaches in my corner directing me where to go, how to go places. But one guy in particular pointed me in the right direction. He was a former quarterback at Downey High School. Okay. So he took me under his wing my freshman year. He's a senior. He's killing it, passing. He's getting a lot of attention. But there's some misfortune that happens in his life where he's forced to go to junior college. Mm -hmm. He ends up at West LA. He ends up killing it two years. Cal's coming after him. Arizona State's coming after him. He's grabbing the attention. What happens, I don't know. However, my last year at high school, I'm trying to discover where am I going to go? Right. Walk on at Arizona State, walk on at UC Davis, or am I going to JUCO? Lo and behold, my mentor, my freshman year in high school, gives me a call. Hey, coach wants you. You do great. I believe you're better than me. Make sure you have your grades straight. You'll get out. I took his word. I ended up meeting with the coach. The rest was history. Um, oh, yes, at West LA. Mm -hmm. But the great part about that interaction and, and the involvement with West LA is uh, – <laughs> <laughs> That's my sister. Uh, I yeah. kind of got the yeah. little gym. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. West LA was great. The history is great. Keyshawn Johnson went there. Warren Moon. Hmm. Let's see. I didn't end up finding out about the head coach actually being a GA under Tedford. No While way. Tedford was an OC here in 2001. I believe. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that until on my visit with Tefford, he asked me questions a little too personal of like, <laughs> hey, how's Mark Gay? How is he doing in X, Y, and Z? I'm like, how do you know this? He's like, oh, he was my GA. This I said, oh, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? Very small. Um, however, that's how that ended up unfolding so what did you take away from going from like I'm, I'm going to play college ball to not getting any offers because you know we played a lot of basketball and we had nothing come in either mm -hmm. so well, we weren't trying to. right <laughs> but uh but we loved basketball and there were opportunities that we could have taken advantage of we didn't but you know um, you're working towards it they don't come in like to me to me, that would hurt, and I'd go home and be like, okay, I'm on. I got to change to something else. But obviously, you continue playing football. What What was that motivating factor to keep going? Um, I mean, was it not getting any offers? Was that kind of motivating? In a way, yes. 
but the biggest factor in me moving on and figuring out a new plan of attack to get where I want to go was my family. It was my dad. It was my grandfather. It was them telling me, man up, figure a new way. I came all this way from Mexico, not for you to give everything you got. I worked from the bottom at Disney to a sculptor at Disney animation. Is your grandpa or your dad? My grandfather. Your grandfather? Yeah, my grandfather. And then it's my dad. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 So I have big shoes to fill, you know? (laughs) I have to fill those shoes. And then my father just pulled me aside and said, hey, we're proud of you every step of the way. But you're not going to give up. That's not how we are raised. Mm -hmm. So get your butt up and let's go, kid. (laughs) You know, let's let's figure it out. So I got I got a rude awakening. I probably sulked a day in my emotions and then I got slapped around by my family Uh and got out of it. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go to junior college. Let's make it happen. (laughs) So what was junior college like on the on the football field? Very difficult. It was a different experience. My first game was a true test. I that was the first game I saw a six five <laughs> defensive end committed to Arizona State. Oh boy. Every ball I'm trying to throw over, under, sidearm, almost backwards. He's blocking everything. Like he should oh. kill O'Neal. <laughs> I'm defeated. It's my first ever collegiate game. Everybody's looking at me like, hey, let's get something going. I'm like, I'm trying, <laughs> yo. Like, help me. But no, it was it was a rude awakening first year. Second year I got settled in. And that's where the fun and the magic and the understanding of the journey. Mm-hmm. And how much I needed junior college more than anything to grow up. Mm-hmm. We've, I've talked with some junior college guys and some uh, older guys, too, at, that played for the Dogs, and they absolutely love their time. And looking back on it, love their time in junior college. They learned so much. <clears throat> you know, And even uh, me looking at, it, looking at it now as a, uh, a dad, my kid's going junior college out for money-wise, too, mm. <laughs> for my pocket. No. Oh, 100%. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, no, but – Football-wise and sports-wise, you learn a lot uh, in junior college. Oh, 100%. Not just football-wise. The best part of my time at West LA under Coach Miller was his ability to make you do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. You will have the help. You will have the people around you for support. But you have to go do it. We're not going to baby you. We're not going to tell you what you have to do. You have to find it and you have to go get it. That was one of the biggest things that I needed because now I look at kids now and it's, I'm scratching my head in awe like, life is not going to be that easy. Right. You know? Oh. 100% makes you grow up real quick. 
but it also gives you, well, in my sense, it gives me a not a laughing, a chuckle factor of how ignorant and how what's the word I'm obnoxious I was as a kid. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's comforting seeing the next generation being where I was when I was that age. Right. And it's like, it's okay to go to a four year, but to those that need the development, go junior college. There's so many possibilities out of there. Yeah. So many. So what were you as a QB coming out of junior college? Uh, what were you ranked? I guess on this, on all the, the, the JC guys, <laughs> I believe it was it's jcgridiron.com. I was ranked number one, 15? probably. <laughs> no, number one was a guy. You went to Fresno State, so they wanted you. That's number one in my heart. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you won my heart. You won me over. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was up there, but number one was a uh, quarterback out of Ventura. I remember because he played with Brian Burt. We used to always talk about it. Brian Burt, yes. uh, his wide receiver. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The quarterback. Why is it coming out of? Mm, it's pissing me off. That's all right. It's no. It's gonna bug me. That's the thing. <laughs> it's gonna bug me. Because he ended up going to the Dolphins. He was an Idaho bounce back, and he transferred. To Ventura, and then he won D1. Oh, right. He was a he was a Redwood. He was like 6'7 or 6'6. <laughs> Redwood. I've oh, never 100%. heard that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Ventura is coached by, well, currently, I don't know how back then if it was, yeah. Coach Moose. Yeah, Moose. Yeah. <laughs> Who was yeah. Fresno State wide receiver. Yes, sir. <laughs> all, oh, he's a proud, proud alum. Mm-hmm. You see it all over Twitter. Yeah. He lets yeah. everybody know, hey, Fresno State, baby. <laughs> yeah. No dogs. <laughs> but ranking-wise, I couldn't tell you. But completion-wise, accuracy, I was one in the nation. Mm-hmm. I had a 70.5. That I'm very proud of because we didn't wow. do dink and dunks. We had guys running crossers deep crossers 22 yards i'm throwing nine balls i'm throwing post i was 70.5 percent completion 3640 yards i'm mad about that number because my receiver (laughs) dropped it (laughs) it was a nine ball it was a perfect ball Uh, beside the point, I'm not hurt. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll build a bridge. Uh-huh. Uh, eventually. Forgiveness, forgiveness. Yeah. I'm still working on that. Yeah, okay. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. <laughs> but that's that was something I was very proud of because we only had eight plays? No eight way. Eight to ten plays at West LA. Wow. Yeah, and it's only I because. I guess that's all you need. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And that's only because half of it, it's telling you left side. The other half is telling you go to the right. So it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is fun. <laughs> all, That's awesome. Are they all the same formation? Were they all the same formation? Essentially. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, it would be hard to run that many, that little plays in different formations because then you would know. 
But, but, <laughs> but hey, I mean, you threw for, would you say 3,000 yards? Oh, yeah. 3,600? 3,640. That's damn good. Yeah. For the, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it would have been better if the receiver <laughs> yeah. caught it and made it 4,000, but it's okay. Yeah. You know who's counting or anything. Right. Like that. Don't worry about it. Just hurt, crying in my room. Yeah. That just tells you how broken the rankings are. I mean, number oh. one in completion percentage. Oh. And 15. God. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But hey, I think this is good for state, right? Yes. I, <laughs> so at what point did, uh, well, was, well, let me ask you this first. Who from Fresno State came in to recruit you? Was it Tedford? Or was it somebody else? Ooh. Or was it you reaching out to them? No. This story, I had to grab it out of Tedford. <laughs> so I asked them, who recruited me? How'd you guys find me? I'm curious. Uh-huh. I'm straight out of Juco. I just want to know. This is probably six months in. I'm at Fresno State. We're practicing. And he goes, his son, Quinn Tefford, when he came in the first year, they looked at the top 10 junior college quarterbacks. I was up there, number-wise, everything. So they're looking at each quarterback and their film. But then he also tells me, Coach Miller, because of the connection they had, he had left a voicemail. With Tedford. With Tedford on his phone. And I was like, no. I was like, no way. You're lying. He's like, no, Jorge. <laughs> I'm being for real. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I asked. I'm mean, just getting emotional. <laughs> and he was, and it was a blessing, truly, by Coach Miller and Quinn, who I owe a lot to, for huh. helping his dad through that process. And discovering me but that's one of the neat stories i have of tefford and how i was discovered that is pretty cool so what was that first conversation like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the first conversation is another story Uh, (laughs) so he ends up calling me he ends up calling me about coming to go visit a game I believe it was the San Jose State game. It's rainy. Oh, no. I believe it was the all black. It was where hardly any fans. It's Tefford just got there. He's trying to figure it out. So it's that week. He calls me a day beforehand. But it's a 510 number. Huh? Is that L.A.? No, that's Bay Area. Okay. So I'm in L.A., I'm like, is my identity stolen or what's going on? Let's just leave it to voicemail. I'm at my grandma's house. I'm going to go eat some food. She just called me. I'm going to leave my phone there. Don't worry about it. Two minutes later goes by. I'm eating and I get an inkling. Just check. Where is that number from? I look. I want to Bay Area. That's weird. Okay. I look at ESPN. The ticker goes. Fresno State hired Jeff Tefford. I'm like, oh, that's ironic. Okay. What's that got to do with anything, you know? I see the voicemail. Hi, Jorge, this is Jeff Tefford. <laughs> um, oh, my God, let me call him back. <laughs> I call him. He's still in the midst of his voicemail. 
I go, Coach Stafford, how you doing? What the? What's going on? Is this a voicemail? Oh, no, 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 Coach Stafford, this is me. This is me. This is Jorge. I apologize. He's like, oh, my God, you just scared me. Because I thought this is literally your voicemail for coaches. I was like, no. <laughs> I apologize. I got a little excited. I got away from the phone. I apologize. And the rest is history. But that was one of the funniest interactions I had with Tefford. That's awesome. That voicemail <laughs> that I'll always have with me to this day. Well, <clears throat> you brought something up and it reminded me of this. And so I'm, I'm curious. Uh -oh. So, <laughs> uh -oh. no. So Tedford comes in. He's new. Right. We're not having very good years. Okay. Why Fresno State? Was it because of Tedford? A hundred percent. Yeah. Most of the guys that came on the trip with me, we all said the same thing. His history speaks for himself. Uh -huh. He's a disciplined coach. He's a baseball-minded coach, meaning he thinks of every scenario that you could ever imagine. He will practice it until you cannot make any mistakes. He's very thorough and he's a straight shooter from my experience with him. Mm -hmm. And as a bunch of junior college guys, we were appreciative of him sharing that he was also a junior college guy. Mm -hmm. So we felt like he understood us more than anything. And it was, we just wanted an opportunity. Mm -hmm. We want to prove ourselves. And we have a swagger different than the high school student. We're here. We want to make noise. And we want people to know we want to make noise. Right. So it was one of those things that we were very appreciative of Tefford. And then you also, has it, you also have his resume of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> the Marshawn Lynch's, the Cam Jordan. Pennington and all Pennington. Who was a coach on staff at that time? Burl Toller. He was his receiver. Justin Wilcox was on his staff. We have Coach Arroyo. You name it. You see his footprint everywhere. And it's like, hmm, it would be kind of idiotic of me not to go there <laughs> than right. anything. So no, that was one of the one of the reasons why we all decided to go. Okay, well, since we're talking, you got any, sorry, go ahead. Well, I know you're going to hate this, but so what years, just for some people that don't know, what years did you attend Fresno State? I attended Fresno State <laughs> winter of 2016. Yeah, winter session, 2016, difficult session. Oh, my God. <laughs> that strength coach killed us conditioning. <laughs> I've heard some stories. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, they're true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're true. <laughs> um, winter session of 2016 through 2019. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. I was trying to think when I was there. I, I think I was there during that time. <laughs> I'll just be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was. You were. Uh, we were in the dorms. What was your first impression <laughs> of when walking on campus? surreal honestly it was the opportunity to be at a division one you hear the Derek cars you hear the Devontae adams you hear aaron judge you hear paul george reality it's stardom mm -hmm. it's surprising that a lot of people 
aren't aware yeah of fresno state <laughs> yeah. you got the pat hill you got so many history of coaches coming from fresno state ended up going to washington alabama oregon yeah it's, i think there's mcelwain was in the sec yep. for a while and I, the coaching tree is insane it's crazy yeah i believe one of the pitches as well was jeff Tefford texting bill belichick yeah you're looking at him like why would i want to go anywhere else like you're texting bill yeah um Tell Bill he wants to come to Fresno State. You know, yeah. bring him to, let's bring him to Doghouse a little bit. Let's, 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 let's let him enjoy. Come on. But, yeah, no, it's it was very surreal, honestly. Uh, go ahead. No, Ooh. no, I was I'm looking at him to see if he has anything to say. No, no. Okay, all right. So you walk on campus. It's surreal there. Now, who were some of the people that kind of took you under their wing and? Said, hey, this is how things work around here, and oh, let me oh. show you around. Oh, let's let's get let's get up. <laughs> My first year, it was David Tongipaw. Uh huh. He's been on. Yep. George Helmuth. Yeah. Georgie, aka My Tokayo. <laughs> what does that mean? It's how can I explain it? It's like, damn, that's hard. Okay. Essentially. My yeah. dude. Okay. Like brother. Got it. Same culture. Uh -huh. it, it's yeah. <laughs> um, who else? Him, him. Jameer Jordan. Keyshawn Johnson. Mm -hmm. Jared Rice. Aaron Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Ooh. D-Pat. David Patterson. Micah mm -hmm. St. Andrews. Matt Smith. Who else? And how how did they you know, embrace you? In what way? Open arms. Any questions I had, they took me everywhere. They showed me Fresno, Clovis, County Fair, uh -huh. concerts, welcoming to their house when they have a party, always inviting me. Bringing me over to barbecues and really getting to know me and the transition from L.A. to Fresno. It, it was very difficult on me being at a junior college with eight to ten plays to trying to understand a whole playbook. Right. And understanding the checks, the coverage beaters, what the coach wants. It was a real shock to the system i can't imagine oh my god going from that many you know 10 plays to 100 plays or whatever oh yeah yeah oh it's <laughs> well can we get a quick overview of kind of the timeline of that uh, at least while you were there so okay. what 17 through 19 those seasons yeah 16 winter 16 well he, the seasons that you were played with while they were so, on the team yeah right and it so it was head coach tefford first year End up going to bowl game? Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii yes. Bowl. That's Next right. year. Yes, under Tefford, but we went to Vegas. Yes, and then the following year, DeBoer leaves For to Indiana. Indiana. 
I get Ryan Grubb. We don't make a bowl. And then that's, that's when the right. following year, DeBoer comes back. He takes over the reins and. Right. There so it goes. was that like the offensive coordinator change? I've always been interested. Is that a big difference when offensive different offensive coordinator comes in? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's in what way? It's like you and your wife, you have to get to know each other and we don't have enough time and there's not enough experience with events on how we will handle handle it and work through that process. I believe that NC2A limits us to, I think 20 hours a week to 25 on how much coaches could spend with players. Oh, okay. So I was accustomed to Kalen DeBoer and his play style, his play style philosophy for two years. Uh huh. Grub comes. And I love his mentality. Let's air it. Let's go. Uh-huh. But we're trying to get familiar with what I like, what he likes, what he prefers, what he dislikes. Right. In situations, what he wants to do versus what I want to do. It's just a big old tangle. Plus, we had the injured bug. Yeah. That I year. I remember that. Yeah. Our offensive line was like a carousel. Just yeah. I did not know who was going to play, who wasn't going to play. I was just trying to figure that out. I think I think I saw you got sacked 23 times. <laughs> I think I would yeah. say some of it is my fault not throwing the ball away because <laughs> okay. they do count that little inch yard behind the line of scrimmage as a sack. <laughs> I apologize, Muti. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a, a great experience. A great learning experience for me. Mm -hmm. Now, would you consider yourselves a scrambling quarterback, a, a pocket passer? But I, but I know you can move. We're like a game manager. How would you? Like you kind of could do it all. What? Balanced. How would you describe yourself as a quarterback? What'd you say? It's balanced. Oh, that's the third recruiting option on NCAA fourteen. Oh, so anyway. hey, I take it. I say the best. The best way to describe me was what Kirby Moore called me my second year at fresno it was gunslinger okay i want to come up to the line i want to change a play and i want to throw it i want to <laughs> give my guys a shot i just love that i will run if i have to run i will scramble if i have to scramble uh -huh. i will stay in the pocket if i have to stay in the pocket i'll do whatever i have to do to make sure we get positive plays so other than that, it's really hard to categorize me uh -huh. because I love when teams think I'm just a scrambler and then I get to sit in the pocket, look pretty, <laughs> throw the ball around. I'm like, thank you. I'm getting great film. And then they get annoyed and just rush me. I'm like, all right, let's put the burrito down. Let's start running. You know, let's let's start making these passes on the run. But yeah, oh, that, I would say gunslinger. I like that term. Yeah. I didn't know you Kirby Moore was there when he was our receivers coach. Okay. Yes. Kirby would always ask me what was I doing at the line of scrimmage because I always had signals to my receivers of just And he didn't know him. 
sometimes it's, it was difficult for him to see because oh, okay. I'll make sure I put it close because we had guys on the other side like Michael Walker, Juju, Juju Hughes, Mike Bell, and Thula Kelly. You yeah, they were the, loaded. Oh, what made them so great was their preparation. They want to know everything I was doing, and I wanted to. It was just a chess match, and I'm sure that helped you. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, Helmuth. He knew how to disguise his looks more than anything. That was, big, slow, white guy? 100%. <laughs> but he knew how to play yeah. his weakness to his strengths. Yeah. He was remarkable. We also had Jeff Allison, James Bailey. Jeez Louise. It was, man. Yes. Stacked. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> that defensive coordinator that year, I love to death. Coach O. We had oh, easy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, my first year there, I had to redshirt. I had broke my throwing index finger on a helmet. Oh, gosh. It At Fresno a, State? Yes. It was oh. a fracture. I'm out. I'm hurt, disappointed. But Tedford wants me taking reps against the first defense. Oh, <laughs> Again, it's Juju Hughes, Mike Bell. It's dogs uh-huh. i'm trying to learn and have fun but coach o brings me aside and says hey i'm gonna let you have fun on tuesdays and wednesday i know we want you to throw it at a person i'm gonna let you make your decision be a quarterback i'm doing that sometimes he'll get frustrated and say hey read the play card i'm <laughs> like coach you just you just told me. <laughs> but on Thursdays, he tailored it to the defensive guys and allowed them to make decisions. And that's where I saw the type of leadership on the defensive side flourish. And that's where we got the three and outs, the big time plays. You have the intelligence you have the leadership you had the coaching it was just a perfect storm with those guys mm-hmm. that i love to this day because i take a lot of those lessons as a red shirt against those great guys mm-hmm. every day with me so outside of those guys who was the hardest defensive player to read or who gave you the most trouble juju 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 was the most difficult because he's so cerebral he knew exactly what our plays were by formation. Mm-hmm. And I had to have a poker face. But it was very hard when he's calling everything out. <laughs> and then you have Michael Walker, who is big and athletic, that has a knack for being around the ball. Mm-hmm. So I would say those two in particular because they ran that defense in unison. And it was really remarkable. And frustrating. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, no way. But you, you talked about gr- you know grimy players in LA, and there were fights all the time. What was practice like at Fresno State? Oh, competitive. Always talking smack. Uh-huh. Defense wanted to win. Offense wanted to win. Who's the best smack talker? <laughs> and how much did you do? Ooh, <laughs> I have to have that offline. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it was everyone. Honestly, everyone was. I try to refrain myself from smack talking. Why? It always got me out of my element. It just, oh, really? Yeah, it got me out of my element. I'll get off track and off rhythm. But I'll allow the other, like, I want the other guys to talk smack the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who's one? Keyshawn was good at it. Okay. There was a couple guys on defense. I won't say the names, but they were smart at talking smack. They'll give you the confidence. Then they give you the backhand slap. And it's right. like, hold on. What did, what did you just say about me? <laughs> and they were just smiling, going. I'm just like, damn, coach. Hey, what does this mean? You just said this. And they just started laughing at me. But, no, it was it was fun. Those practices were gruesome. We got after it after each other in the heat of Fresno. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was good. It was really good, honestly. What were what was it like playing with you know some of the players that played on the teams before that didn't have such great records and then and you come in and like I've heard that some guys made a pact and things like that like we got to win. Yeah. We don't want this to happen again. What was it like coming into that and and seeing those guys that went through that? Like, hey, we're gonna. It was great. It's go time. It's what set this foundation, uh-huh. from what you guys are seeing now. It was the, those guys on the one and eleven team, really taking charge. When Teffer gave them hope, mm-hmm. when Teffer was willing to, be the disciplinary, willing to set the boundaries, set the structure. And the rest of the guys took over. The mm-hmm. one eleven guys took over and said, Hey, all you new guys, we appreciate the help. We want you guys to help us. Hop on board. But we're gonna do it this way. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go away from that, we'll cut you out. You'll be a cancer. We won't want you here. Mm-hmm. So let's all get on board. We're gonna do this together. If you start, you start. If not, give the guys a help. Right. Give them a look. It's not about you. It's about us. And it, and they used to say all the time, it sucked being a 111 team. Because uh-huh. Fresno fans can be brutal at times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I but would, you were captain on the team. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yeah. What, what was that like? So all those being respected and I, I'm sure they voted you captain. Or you yes. were appointed co- from a coach. I, either way, you were a captain on the team. What what was that like? It was big. Mm-hmm. It means a lot, truly. Especially when it's voted by your peers mm-hmm. and not just from the coaches. And then you have, especially coming from those guys, saying, hey, we see the work. We see what you guys are willing to put in, and let's get after it. Because mm-hmm. my last year when I was voted captain, that was the Evan Williams. We had Lavelle Bailey. Jalen Cropper. Josh Kelly. You had <laughs> a lot of those guys coming in. The young right. guys. The young guys. The ones that are flourishing now. And it's remarkable and heartwarming seeing their transformation from first day in to now. You have crop 
going into the draft and yeah. it's like wow yeah almost well, want to shed a tear <laughs> <laughs> well so obviously there's a bunch of responsibility that comes with being qb yes but what additional responsibilities does the captain have everything it's you have to be the communicator between coach and the team you have to steer the ship you have to do all the interviews regardless if you like it or not it could be a bad day and you're just trying to survive and then you have media just coming in and prying around certain topics where you just want to leave it alone um it it's a lot honestly the the closest thing i could possibly say it's like probably second or third to being a parent there's just so many kids you have to worry about (laughs) it's 70 guys it's making sure everybody's on time to meetings everybody shows up to class make sure their grades are good wow it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot going on oh 100 percent so you're really just getting on the tutors which is (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I cannot to confirm. I was I was reading um, some stuff about you and you talked about your uh, completion percentage yeah. was in as a Juco uh, guy. But you also were a big completion percentage guy at Fresno State. I think you led Mountain West and you were top 30, I think, in the nation. Dang, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're like 22, I think, I, or 20, oh. 22 or 27, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me get myself a pat on the back for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know it was that high. Yeah. I think I was more frustrated at that moment with my interception. I was more frustrated with my interception ratio and not winning the games that I wanted to win. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was very well, nearsighted focused on it. Right. From a statistical standpoint, what were you most proud of? Can you recall? Getting most of the receivers' touches and seeing their yardage rise together. Okay. Did you have I, – I, I haven't looked into it. I kind of came into this just, <laughs> just blind. But, I mean, did you have a lot of receivers with yardage? Oh, yeah, a lot. A lot of different oh. receivers, I mean. Yes, I right. believe four or five, and that's okay. something I'm very proud of because yeah. it shows that I'm not a f- person that shows favoritism. It shows I want to spread the ball. I want to be perfect with my reads and right. just excel on what I can do to help the team. Yeah, that's huge because I didn't do that when I was quarterback. <laughs> I had one guy. I throw it to him. <laughs> hey, I understand. Hey, it's high school. Catch, throw. Yep. Catch, throw. Especially if your brother is setting you up for failure. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But you know, hey, come on, man. Especially when some reason I'm center. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, oh, that's cool. I mean, I, I didn't see the numbers for uh, touchdowns and interceptions, but what – I mean, you brought it up, so it's, uh, I want to ask you, what was that like going through that, working through that, the interception to touchdown ratio? Oh, it was hard especially the first two games. I would say mainly the second game. The first game at SC, I was furious 
that I did not beat SC knowing oh, you should have beat And you're the SC. L.A. guy. Oh, 100%. LA, yeah. It was more of a chip on my shoulder that I just wanted to show them this is what we're about. Right. You guys are prima donnas. <laughs> I'm here with Fresno. We're hard workers. Let's get this going. Uh-huh. We are L.A., not you guys. You guys are too pretty to be L.A. Right. right. So that one was infuriating, but the heartbreaking one was Minnesota game. I, I remember. I think I remember oh, this one. That I was the, the, prof- the he's in the NFL now. Yes. The guy that picked it. Oh, my God. Winfield? Back to back. Yes. Yeah. Two years in a row, we lost to them with yes. him on a pick. Yes. I will never forget that. Oh, me either. <laughs> I have nightmares of oh, this. Oh, no. I can't imagine you because I did too, man. Oh, oh, my God. All I remember is letting that ball go. And out of nowhere, I just see him do a baseball turn. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> He's wide open. Cam Sutton. Perfect. Cam is reaching for the ball, and I just see number 11 grab it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, is this a joke, God? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Back to oh, back. Well, the first one, I think, did Hokit throw? Did Hokit yes. throw? I think he, he threw it. We were at Minnesota. We decided to run a, it was like a, a tailback pass to Rice at the back of the end zone. And Whitfield picked it off. And he did. Oh I remember gosh. it vividly. I was on the headset. Oh. I was listening to it. Because I remember that drive going into it, McMarion had gotten hurt. And Tefford was like, hey, kid, get your ass <laughs> out there warmed up. Now, we have a two-minute timeout, TV timeout. Let's go. I'm expecting a run. I'm fresh. They're going to limit me. No. He's like, we're throwing it. You better be ready. Complete it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. I got you, coach. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm showing the brave face. Yeah, coach, I got it. You know, right. I'm here for it. Inside, I'm like, kid, you better complete it. When all else fails, check down. <laughs> Don't go deep. Just check down. You just need a completion. You know, just get it going. Fortunately, Minnesota played cover four, and we had an out, an out, out from number two, and a nine from number one. And the guy, the slot receiver, Justin Allen, five yard out, turns around. I throw back shoulder. I'm thinking, oh man, I just did an incompletion. I just hurt this kid. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. It's on ESPN. He catches it and goes down. I did not see that the DB was coming in to kill him. <laughs> so if I let him, I'm oh. really in trouble. I have to go visit him at the hospital. And Oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. You know, it's my fault. But it worked. It was perfect. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Now I can tell that story. Right, right. <laughs> at the moment, it was planned. Right, you know, right. I saw everything. I saw the DB. I saw the safety. No, now, <laughs> young George did not see it. He was locked in, either him or tailback. Let's not make a fool. Marion's going to come back in. He's going to take his break. And boom, 
then I'm like, oh, I got a rhythm. Okay, I'm good. And then Marcus comes in. I'm like, okay, oh. that's cool. No, no worries. Hey, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I'm just happy I did not F this up. <laughs> but yeah. So, so was maybe it was Whitfield, someone that you played against, the hardest defensive player to play against. Maybe it was a DN. I was just having this conversation while working out this morning. It wasn't a player per se. Okay. It was a defense. Okay. I want you to guess which defense. Boise Vanderesh. No. no, actually, Vanderesh was was a fun guy to go against. Okay, he was very habitual on how he moved, so okay. you got a good understanding of him. But this is actually a team in California, and you would not expect. I have no. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking San Jose or San Just Diego, but I don't <laughs> know. Sacramento Davis? State. Sacramento State. Sacramento State. Okay, now why is that? They gave us so many looks. I was confused. Really? I was mm. so confused. I was glad we had a simple game plan that game. Uh -huh. We came out with a victory. But other than that, they had guys going left, right, manipulating. I believe Bland was on that team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. Bland and I think Perales, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. A little foggy, a little foggy. But I know Bland was on it. Mm -hmm. It was future NFL starter. Oh my god! Yeah, you see him now though. <laughs> Sensational for the Cowboys. Yeah, my Cowboy fan? No, <laughs> no, not one bit. Who do I'm you a... cheer for? <sighs> I'm having my issues with them right now because, you know, they want to go with someone else. Uh oh. Is it the Raiders? Yeah, it is. Okay, we're Raiders fans. Okay, yeah. 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 I'm a big Raider fan. Okay. Oh, it's tough. We know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm hearing it from everybody. They're like, Derek Carr sucks. I'm like, no, you suck. All yeah. right? You don't understand his pain. Yeah, yeah. I'm over here fighting on his behalf. Yeah. He's over there struggling with the media. I'm dealing with everybody in LA. No, you suck. You don't take your Cowboys home. Oh. <laughs> I know. I started telling people. You know, I'm glad for Derek. They didn't want to get him out of there. Oh, 100%. Go be somewhere else. Oh, 100%. But yeah. I also tell him this. You can tell me you suck. Long as that million dollars is coming in, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'll be Say your whatever you want. <laughs> what? I'll be your poster boy. I could do a cameo. You name it. I could, your name, address. I'm there. <laughs> but yeah, I am a Raider fan. <laughs> okay, but back to Sac State okay. and Federal State. So Sac State, toughest defense yes. that you had to go against. 100%. There's lots of different looks. That's, that's crazy. I mean, it's, you know, well, I'm not a defensive guy. I don't know. So I, I couldn't tell you if the, right. how many, what team's giving you so many looks. But, you know, I've heard that plenty of coaches come out of Sac State because they're good coaches there. Oh, yeah. 100%. Sorry, Cole. Go ahead. No, was, do you remember the, the final score? Did you guys blow out Sac State? We end up pulling in the end. And that was because their defense linemen were struggling condition-wise. They were okay. very tired and mm -hmm. exhausted. That's where our strength coach comes into play because he would kill us <laughs> in the summer heat. Okay. Right. I'm talking about 115. Our shirts are off. Guys are passing down our – practice field we're almost naked we have our <laughs> tights on we're dying throwing water at us 
on her head. Oh. It was, uh, yeah, no. It was, I believe. I don't know, you have to look it up, Cole, on your phone. No, I believe it was like 3110 <laughs> 31 or 3117. Okay, you guys handle it. It kind of reminds me of what happened this year with Sac State. No, Cal Poly. Sorry, not, not Sac State. Cal Poly. Ooh. They kind of struggled with Cal Poly to get off to a hot start, and it, they had to pull away. At, well, no, they pulled away at the, at the beginning of it, I think. I and then remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, too. It's been, like, oh. It was Cal Poly, so I just I didn't pay attention much. <laughs> <laughs> They're your rival for wine. So. They yeah, are. Right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah are. he's not a big... talk about them. Let's yeah. Them. <laughs> Leave them alone. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's all about Fresno State. Yeah. Cal, but, Cal Poly Davis, those are all the lab rats you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the true, we're the true winemakers. Oh, 100%. Come on now. What dogs. Your, uh, your favorite memory from Too uh, many. It, on, what year? In, a, in a game. What year? Oh, oh okay. my god! In a game, you, I don't know. You can share a Just couple. Fresno State. Honestly, it will be going into the huddle, and I'll give my guys a what's up. And Matt Smith is my center, and we always had the saying, "Slow is smooth, smooth is fast." But I do the first part, so I tell him, "Slow is smooth," and he will acknowledge, "Smooth is fast." It gave us a sense of relief of, hey, we're in this together. Let's take our deep breath and let's go. We already know what to do. We prep together. Let's get it going. But uh, what other memories do you want? Because I have a lot. You got. You have to steer me. I have too many. Um, right. All right. Give me a favorite touchdown pass. It was originally – Jared Rice breaking the record. Okay. But uh-huh. it was a holding call. How? <laughs> we don't know. We were furious because we asked the ref, hey, how is it holding? He barely even touched them and he got out the way. The DB held him. No, it was your guys' fault, whatever. Oh, gosh. Jared Rice, well, the play was a fake outside zone and Jared slips. Down the down the middle, I believe against Nevada. He catches it. He breaks the record. I'm happy for him. I'm almost crying. Like we did it. <laughs> you and I did it. <laughs> and then I look at the yellow marker. <laughs> you mother effer. What are you thinking, ref? Come on, give him a shot. It's right. the record. What you need? Yeah, yeah. I only have a dollar. I can give you a dollar. <laughs> but that was that was one of the favorite, favorite passes. Um, how about scramble? Nevada game. It's third and thirty-eight. <laughs> we had, I believe, <laughs> offensive holding on a screenplay. The rest were call were on something that game i believe personally i apologize bro. <laughs> i believe i i got your back they okay, were yeah okay. thank you thank you <laughs> biasly you guys were wrong <laughs> but the film show otherwise yeah i apologize but it was a scramble we call it a crosser or a climb route mm-hmm. so everybody's going to the left and the coach just wanted me to check it down to ronnie rivers 
but Nevada decides, hey, let's drop all eight guys and let's have two guys on Ronnie Rivers. I'm like, can't do that. Ronnie, I don't want to kill you, man. Let's <laughs> let me just wait. Let me wait it out a little bit. I roll to my right and it's Zane Pope. He's been my connection since day one. I roll to my right. He goes up. He's looking to the left. I'm rolling right. I throw the ball. He still has his eyes left just to mess with the DB. Then he turns right last second. It hits him pitch perfect on the sideline. Coach Norvell is looking at me like, you SOB. I don't know how you did it. It was a great <laughs> ball. I'm like, Coach, between you and I, I don't know either. <laughs> but let's just say it was a first down. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hoka came in and was like, great job, all right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. me too. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, let's go. <laughs> huddle up. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no huddle. Hey, yeah. run the next play. That's run right. the next That's play. Right. Let's go. Yeah, let's, yeah, go. Yeah. let's go. Let's go. Let's go. But uh, that, that was, was the fun. first play on the highlight reel. What I saw today. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know exactly. You got the hair flowing. Yeah. yeah I, I was, feel like I was in Old Spice. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when you got out of the car today, I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, man, he doesn't have the flow. Oh, no. COVID, man. COVID. Yeah. I, I was looking at myself. I said, mm, you have too many curly hair going on. And it's, uh, it's not looking very pleasant. Right. It was not giving... Uh, it was not giving me enough ammunition because my friends were using it against me. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, boys would be boys. Yeah, that's when it's time to cut it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> when they're giving me comparisons where I'm not liking it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What, 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 what was one? Oh, no. No? Okay. Oh, no. I'll leave it to your imagination. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, if you got a bunch of guys, you guys look at my hair, anything you come up with. Okay. They've said it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Them and my family members. So oh, I was no. like, mm, yeah, let, let me. Uh, they know how to bring you normal. back down to earth. Real oh, 100%. Quick. They never let me float. Right. Oh, I'd probably get an inch off the earth. And they're like, mm, it's too much. Let's pop it. Mm. <laughs> oh, she knows. That's why she's laughing yeah, a little yeah. too hard. She partakes in it. Oh, she part uh -huh. my girlfriend partakes in it. Uh, all right. Last, last memory. Hardest hit you took. <laughs> no i'm thinking about the one you guys always make fun of me of oh 100 percent. when i went flying like a flying squirrel so well, if it makes you feel better i don't remember this i don't i'm glad <laughs> okay oh i'm glad so it's against nevada again i'm running to the left and i'm six yards away from the touchdown me having a lot of confidence in myself, thinking I could jump over this guy. I could jump over. I'm going to go into the end zone. I seen Derek Carr's highlight tape against Nebraska. I'm <laughs> pumped mentally. I'm running in stride. I'm going. My body didn't get that memo from my head. So I'm going. My legs are stuck to the ground. I'm thinking, what is going on? Oh, no. Sideline is two inches left of me. I'm like, uh-oh, maybe I should have went out of bounds. <laughs> but it's too late. I got to commit. I'm going. Couldn't even lift up my heels. 
this guy just runs straight into my chest. Oh. Oh, it was so bad. I had to take off the helmet. I couldn't breathe. I'm like Gabriel Iglesias. Can't breathe. <laughs> I'm hurting. Oh, wait. No, it's George Lopez. I apologize. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm hurting. Helmet's off. I'm making eye contact to my trainer. He's nervous. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I am. I am. <laughs> Hundred okay. percent. She tells me the next day, "Hey, you okay? You look, you look like you were fine. What do you mean?" She's like, "Yeah, it looked like it was fine for you. You just boom, you just went out of there." I said, "I was hurting. I did not think I was gonna breathe." She's like, "Oh, then I think it's a bad timing to let you know that me and your family were just dying." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> thanks a lot for my." For caring for my safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm over here trying to breathe. My trainer's having a heart attack, thinking I'm dying. He's like, oh no, I have to call 911. I have to do this. I'm like, no, I just, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So Zephyr's looking at me like, oh my God. Here, this quarterback goes down. Our lineman's done. Woolridge, jump in. Let's go. I'm like, go. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Can you tag like find the video? Oh no! And then put it oh, put it in the description no. of this podcast. <laughs> Funny fun fact: I did try looking for the video, and thank God, no one has it. <laughs> but if you guys do find it, please let me know. Okay, so you can go take it down. Oh no 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 no! Oh, okay. I want to relive it because this, my girlfriend, loves bringing that memory up. Hundred percent. I'm like, wow. You know, I throw a touchdown pass. I run in. I have the long hair. Right. Any one of these are your favorite? <laughs> no. It's when you got hit and just murdered. Oh, thank you. you know, I appreciate the love and support. Right. God. That's how you know you got a good one. If she can laugh w with you. Oh my well, god. Or at you. I don't know if you were like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I tell her my family loves her more than me because they right. were in unison. Yeah. Laughing while I'm trying to breathe. Yeah. Calling now for God. <laughs> Help. God. <laughs> I'm with you, brother. Oh my, my wife God. is in the will. I'm out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I already made myself committed to that <laughs> ideology because how they treat her is my little brothers go, hey, when's your girlfriend coming? Because right. we don't want you here. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I love you. Right. I don't love you. I like your girlfriend better. <laughs> well, she's not your girlfriend no more. She's my girlfriend. Um, How many brothers do you have? I got one brother, four sisters. Oh, man. Five. How? Dang. <laughs> one brother, four sisters. One brother, four sisters. That's a full family. Oh, 100%. Mm. You got one who's pregnant and do any time now well, congratulations thank you i have another one who is at howard on a softball scholarship uh -huh. which is remarkable on its own and then i have another one who's two younger ones two other younger ones who one's at cal state fullerton and then another one who is about to start high school Wow. Yeah. And I'm the oldest, by the way. So right. it's like. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we both have, you know, yeah. we understand each other. 
other one on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Middle child. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. The perfect one. Yeah. The, the oh, no, no. one that didn't do as much trouble, but can <laughs> get in trouble as much. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It makes me want to. It makes me gag. Oh, it makes me gag. 100%. Oh, no. yeah. that's, that's my younger sister. That's our younger sister. Oh, she's oh, princess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's the well, yeah. princess. She's, so you're she's, the prince. There's there's yeah. four there's there's four kids, three boys and a girl. So she okay. gets she gets anything she wants. The boys were kind of an afterthought. So. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's the famous line? It's uh, if I did it, if I was able to do it as a young young boy, you can too. But then once the princess comes in, daddy, I want this. Well, here's my credit card. Whatever but, you need. Yeah, yeah. You want my will here. Right. You can have my house. Don't worry about it. Me and your brothers will go leave. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, we'll go find work somewhere. We'll oh, 100%. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, what about me? You know, I want $10 to go grab a lunch. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. You'll live. You're yeah. managed. You'll live. Okay, uh, I have a question that I've always kind of been curious about. I've never really asked an athlete. Uh, did you befriend anybody outside of the just sport programs at Fresno State, and if yes. if you did, why? And if, if you didn't, why? Not, why didn't you? Oh, I did. I love. I love how the people who commit themselves in academics. Oh, so you were cheating off of them. I, yeah. Oh, That's never. I would never do that. I would never do that. Cheating. I would never do that. No, I would get my butt whooped if I ever cheated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. My parents are strict on that. We know what you did. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are no, you projecting? I, I yeah. Uh-oh, I you're projecting. My, I didn't cheat. I rode that 2.9 from high school to college, man. <laughs> oh, because you couldn't cheat too well, right? Right. If they, right. If they caught you. I had to monitor it. Hey, yeah. I get it. Hey. Yeah. hey, I get it. I learned secondhand experience. Never first. <laughs> it's always second. <laughs> but, no, I appreciated the people that went to universities and focused solely on academics and had enough time to take on more responsibilities with the job, explore the world, learn what they want to learn. Because everybody in athletics, you're solely limited to certain degrees. Right. Because of yeah. time constraints and does it conflict with football? Does it conflict with games? It's there's too many factors. And I've always appreciated every person. That's one thing I was taught as a young boy. It's to treat the janitor with just as much respect as you would treat the president. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, most of my friends were non-athletes because I was in fascination on how they lived their life, how they were able to become self-disciplined compared to athletes that have a schedule structured by the sport. Right, so right. it's cheating in in a sense. So it's it's something right. I've always told my girlfriend that I don't think my parents know, and they will know right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do everything over again, I would commit myself to the sciences, and would love to study at a Cambridge, Oxford, 
a Harvard. You're crazy, man. Oh, 100 percent. It's kind of cool though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. I yeah. would always think that is more cool than being an athlete because at the end of the day, being an athlete only pertains to four to five years. Right. right. What about that degree? Who can say they got a degree at Harvard, Cambridge, Oxford? You're at the top of the top. Right. That to me is remarkable. It drives me. I'll give you another snippet. Where I get my notes from are from doctors on YouTube and how they mm -hmm. structure their notebook, their Cornell method notes, how they orchestrate the drawings and able to quote it. I used to hate being the one on Quizlet. I was always jealous of the doctors and the students that had Anki flashcards, <laughs> which I was like, hey, I want to I want to do that. Right. So I would say a lot of my friends that were weren't in athletics, I always had a fascination for them and a great appreciation for them and what they did. Right. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to move on? From state? <laughs> yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, I was uh, so you said you're studying mm -hmm. and taking notes now. So where where what are you doing right now? Right now, I I am training. I'm using my master's degree that I got at Fresno State as a teacher. Okay. I'm helping kids that want to commit themselves to athletics and do independent study with their own curriculum that's Oh, wow. tailored to them so that they can do travel baseball, travel football, travel basketball. Oh, okay. I'm there to assist them in their work, teaching them life skills, and using a lot of my experience from Division One at Fresno State to the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um it's honestly a blessing I'm able to do that. I'm able to educate them the lessons that I wish I did learn at an early age, but I had to go through experience of life and get roughened and toughened. Yeah. But right now I'm doing the coaching of kids and also being a teacher. So are you based in a certain area right now? I am in, I'm back home in Bellflower. Okay. The facility I am at is TNT facility in San Dimas. I apologize. Top notch training facility in <laughs> San Dimas. Um, one of the guys, actually we had a boxer from Fresno. Mark Castro, uh -huh. who would drive down and train at TNT oh, wow. with the head guy. However, he does with that. I just deal with the kids. Okay. I just want to make sure they're good, they're well off, and our next generation has a better footprint than I did. Mm -hmm. Right. That's really cool. It, is, is there any uh, – do you have any plans to – 
I mean, obviously, you're back in Fresno, right? Right now, right. for the time being. I don't for <laughs> visiting. Yeah. But is, it, is there any desire to come back to Fresno in the future for any reason? Going to start his own gym? Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. If the opportunity presents itself, and like the Godfather says, it's an offer I cannot refuse. <laughs> I would love to be under Teffer okay. and learn from him. Yeah. And take that knowledge and absorb it and possibly stay in the coaching rank or go into the private coaching sector to help kids of to help lower income kids with the same knowledge or even better than those that have money. Mhm. Because how I came up through the ranks of quarterback training and trying to find my way to get college to notice uh, to get colleges to notice me. I had no information. If you right. had money, that information was available to you at a fingertip. I had to learn the hard way. I was blessed by God and graced by many others who wanted to see me succeed so something i've always learned i want to pay back no i want to pay it forward thank you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's what that's cool know. you know we notice that a lot with i mean the, i think in the in the united states with how sports work if you have especially in the soccer world oh my god if you're if you have money and you can get on club teams those are the kids that are going to be further themselves Oh, 100%. Yeah. You hit it right so, on the nail. Yeah, which it makes me so frustrated. And then, like, I look at... The, yeah, it's all the, politics. It's all <laughs> politics. But then yeah. you look at look at the basketball world. The basketball world, they, uh, you know, they're, there's a lot of the kids with no money are being... They, they go out and find them. Well, and yeah, because I would try to go out and find a seven-foot freak of nature as well right make my job a lot easier <laughs> as a coach no, but, an ath- but they also have to be an athlete and things like that but right. you don't have to pay a bunch of money to go play basketball right i don't know because nowadays it's i guess with aau and things like that oh 100 yeah. they they throw the term sponsorship or oh, right. we'll give you a sponsorship to play with us when you have a donor gifting I see. money and paying for everything so it's it's how, complicated how come i don't you're the only person i know that would no know more about this but <laughs> how come how come we see it more in that happen in um soccer rather than like basketball or football i mean maybe i just don't know about it and that's why i but i don't know about basketball and soccer players right but how, um it seems like it's more so in soccer. Why is that? And and baseball, soccer and baseball. What do you mean? Baseball? Like, why is there more kids coming from wealthy families being successful in um, soccer and baseball and not basketball and football? I think it's just a fundamental of life. Those that have it aren't really dealing with the responsibility of having to provide everyday means to survive mm-hmm. they're able to focus solely on training getting better having resources to 
top coaches that were there at the highest level when people that don't have the means have to fight struggle decides decide wisely what sacrifice they want to do right i just think it's just at the fundamental level of life it's the decisions yeah they had to make and i was thinking and i was thinking about it too as you kind of talking about it It, there is more uh equipment involved in baseball so you gotta have more money to do that and soccer and and then when lower income you're you're gonna play the sport that is offered to you which is gonna be football and basketball yeah so you just go play with the school so well i would challenge you on that okay because me and my girlfriend we have this these conversations all the time why is it that in baseball a lot of the dominicans and cubans that are very successful and puerto ricans i apologize are very success successful that's with true. limited equipment compared to those that have the means that's true what would be your answer to I, that? I could i don't have one for you but that's a good point so the jeans well, baby <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just Possibly. popular they just play it a lot more well we came up to a conclusion it's the fundamental work they okay. ha- always work on the fundamental work regardless of anything if you watch any videos they're practicing their swings with a stick and a little rock <laughs> they're practicing right. their f- grounding with the small cardboard box that barely fits their palm so they have to work every right. day on the fundamentals <laughs> that makes sense so it gives yeah. you it sparks interest of well those that don't have it what can you do to obtain the same level that those that do have it work on fundamentals right but no one wants to do that right everybody wants to be nice pretty do the pat mahomes the steph curry mm-hmm. the shimmy the, shake oh 100 percent. it's yeah. amazing right spectacular it's instagram it's TikTok. it's right. famous it's get these views but i believe that a lot of people don't do the fundamental work and that's why right. i too also correlate that to why i also love and appreciate it fresno everybody mm-hmm. here does the fundamental work every single day especially mm-hmm. the farmers every single day you could grunt you could mother f the day whatever <laughs> but you guys still get it done every single day mm-hmm. uh, it's always the fundamentals that you guys go to that's mm-hmm. something that I was taught at a young age, and I'm able to see it now flourish in these conversations that we're having. Right. And I have a great appreciation for your family, the place that we're at right now, doing this podcast and everything around Fresno. Mm-hmm. It's the beauty in it. Yeah. I was going to ask you what the green D meant to you, but I'm not going to ask you. You answered. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. Green V is correlated to that as well. Yeah. It's something Pat Hill also. That's something we were fortunate at Fresno State that Tefford made us. No, Tefford showed us at every meeting, at every opportunity for him to display what the history of Fresno means to the city, to the valley what 
everything means to the players, past player. I mean, to the alumni, to everybody. Yeah, it's hard to describe it, but once you're in it, yeah, you get it. Uh huh. A hundred percent. I feel you. <laughs> I, I feel that. And well, I, you should. I, I really like it if you just call it Tedford and you know have the team come out on the farm. You get do some work around here. It'd <laughs> be fantastic. <laughs> I would love to do that, but I know there's some certain moves that's been happening lately that's going to restrict that. As he's you know he's really busy right now. <laughs> have they announced who the new OC is going to be? Um, I know who it is. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're both on the same page on that. I just want to. Hey. I, I got one more question for you. Go ahead. That's I, right. I'm here all day. Okay. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay. So you, Compton, Downey, L.A., uh, JUCO, West L.A. Right. And then Fresno, and now you're back in Bellflower, training kids. I mean, you've been all over the place, played all over the nation. What was what, what helped you on your adventure through – that time period like was there a person a belief uh what got you through all that my family 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 100 percent. there's a saying by a close family friend of ours that sticks with me to this day it is as mexicans we are very hard workers mm -hmm. we're very prideful in what we do it's not a weakness of ours, and it's not our disadvantage. It's our strength. Put your head down and work. Do what you know best. It's in the blood. It's in your history. You know that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I saw there's so many jokes about it, and we're so <laughs> cool with it. But at the end of the day, when it's down to it, live it. Live that reputation because it's all we got. Mm -hmm. So that, and then I would also say the time at Fresno State and the fans cultivated a lot of my beliefs that I have now. And I'm very appreciative of how they reacted that 2019 season mm -hmm. and how infuriating it was for me and my girlfriend receiving threats and no way. Oh yeah. hundred percent oh. DMS. Mm -hmm messages i was afraid to go out i was ashamed i had guys messaging me i put two thousand dollars in my whole rant is messed up you effing mexican you i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna find so many oh my gosh they would find her instagram and they start dming her they find her twitter and dm i'm just like that's disgusting it is but now i look at it God graciously and gratefully, nothing happened out of it. It was just a lot of hurt, and it's understandable. But now, looking back, I understand it more. Mm -hmm. Fresno is very prideful, and all we have is Fresno State football. Right. And I get it now as an alumnus. Very prideful in that because everybody takes shots at us. Right. At that moment, I didn't understand, but now it means a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. 
and how the fans reacted is it the way i want it to be no none of us did it was a very dark time especially in my life but it helped me become who i am today and anything i do later in the future especially with playing mm -hmm. i'll tell you offline okay <laughs> <laughs> it helped push me to the next level right mentally physically spiritually mm -hmm. and that's something i also want to tell state fans thank you yeah because i understand where the hurt was coming from i understand the expectation the pride all of it i know the failure of not accomplishing it was there but i succeed in learning so many lessons that now i cannot wait for what's in store yeah and i'm super excited to allow people into the journey of what's next hmm. and i'm very very prideful in dogs still because we again dogs by 90. right come on <laughs> i don't care who it is bring it dogs by 90. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's something i i am very grateful of okay. i'm glad you know you find finding the positive <laughs> in, oh 100 out of i mean that that's scary I, that is honestly scary but in, if that was happening to me i'd be terrified a hundred percent but for me it does come with the position but right again i came from la right so we had a better grip of it right where i was an se fan as a kid uh -huh. so i understand the expectations the pressures that comes with it i understand the ucla turmoil years of they're never winning <laughs> and it's like what the heck is going on so i had a better grip than most and it does yeah, yeah. but what's my favorite saying it sucks to suck and, you know, it sucks <laughs> to suck at the end of the day i asked god for strength he gave me those opportunities to build my strength so how am i gonna complain yeah if i asked for it right did i want it no of course not is it how I wanted to end my career at Fresno State? No. But at the end of the day, it's written. I'm grateful for the time there. And I love Fresno as a whole, especially the people. Yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, that's big. I would hate the people if they oh, don't. No. Getting threats. Yeah, talk about forgiveness. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no, you, you know. Again. I we understood it as a lot of people are in Fresno you don't have a lot mm -hmm. and Fresno State is everything in LA you have too much <laughs> so you're always comparing things and people in Fresno want to be recognized it's a great market mm -hmm. just like now seeing how a lot of the fans are frustrated with the players right i was that was gonna be my next oh, thing yeah yeah no it was it, like for me it sucks seeing how a lot of the fans turn on hayner when mm -hmm. he announced being in the portal because it's like yo this man gave you everything mm -hmm. 
And I understand people are hurt, frustrated, mad, and say, what about Evan Williams, too? Yeah. We don't know their reasoning, but how can we project our insecurities of wanting loyalty and wanting commitment by young kids when if you're given a better job offer, you'll take it in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. So how can we, you know, at the end of the day, we're still dogs. Yeah, the, the, the transfer portal changes, especially with NIL. Well, it's changed everything. Yeah. And it is a job, basically, now. Because you're getting yeah, paid It has for become it. that, yeah. Yeah. You know, there has to be a change of mentality, too. Okay, things are changing. Here's what it is. Yeah. Oh, 100%. There's guys on the team that were sending back money. There's guys on the team sending money back home for family members. Right, yeah. yeah. That not a lot of people know about. And it's like... It's complicated for me because I know the information compared to the fan that doesn't know. And they just see what's on the media. Of, mm -hmm. Oh, they're going to this place because it's great. Or they will go to Washington, SC, and Power 5 because it's great. What about us? It's like, no. There's a lot of factors that go into it. And it's a lot. Especially on a kid. Think about it. Take yourself to... 23 24 years old thinking that you know everything right and then there's adults giving you money or adults offering you a better chance and bashing one another and you don't know what to do right. what if what if evan's dream is to play with a childhood friend his last yeah. year college is special right we love what fresno state has given us and we always pay it back to fresno state I just think that a lot of the fans are hurt by it because, again, it's everything that Fresno has. There's right. no professional team. Right. You have the minor league team. You have Fresno State football. Right. But Fresno State football is talked about nationally. Yeah. So it's like, well, if you want to leave us, screw you. It's like, <laughs> we don't want to leave, but <laughs> what would you do if you got offered to go to L.A.? Yeah. With a lot of money. Right. Like, right. you would be dumb to take it. <laughs> like my favorite movie. They gave him an offer he cannot refuse. <laughs> in what aspect? I don't know. It could be a better opportunity to play in front of college. I mean, in front of NFL scouts. It could be playing with a childhood friend. It could be playing with a sibling. It could be playing for a coach that he always wanted to play for. Right. We don't know the factors. And that's not jump into conclusions that we know the factors just appreciate it and just say thank you because yeah. again take yourself back to being 24 thinking you know everything and then you look at it years later like what was i doing so in your opinion what what does fresno state need to do to keep the players like obviously make more money <laughs> to have to offer them, but on campus, what if uh, you're handed the reins to it? What are you going to change about? I would about say it? everybody has to get on board. A hundred percent. It's not just, it's not just an athletic standpoint. Of everyone like within, like Fresno the Central State Valley leadership, or just like fans. I think on campus, it's not just. I can see that too. Oh, hundred. Yeah. Football gets the most attraction and i know other sports when my time was there 
were also jealous that we were getting more stuff. But it's still the case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how it was explained to me by accountants were, hey, this is what this is bringing. The more we give, the more we give back. We get back. We were able to fund locker rooms, different sports with different materials that they needed. Coaches, their contracts. It's a lot that we bring into it. I'm not saying we need a pedestal and a crown and a cape. But what I'm saying is allow Fresno State football to excel mm -hmm. so that everybody else gets a piece of the pie. You have right. the academic center get a piece of the pie. You have your other sports get a piece of the pie. Shoot, your athletic center for training, for athletic training will get a huge chunk of the pie because we need our guys on the field. Right. But everybody else gets a portion of it. It's like, I understand the, the, f the number one case against it is, well, our programs are better in academics than football. People don't want to just be at Fresno State. You guys are just wasting money. It's like, no, we take pride in being Fresno State. Yeah, We take pride in the academics. We take pride in our sports. See, what people don't understand about Tefford, you have to maintain a high GPA. <laughs> he doesn't accept mediocre. He always tells you, you're here with me. You're going to get a diploma. You're going to get a degree. So when you're done with me, you live life well. But I need you to get really good grades. And if not, you're going to be in study hall for <laughs> hours. <laughs> but I think if, if the collective whole at Fresno State with the people on campus and the athletic department come together and understand that using Fresno State football as a driving force to expand its resources, you will see a lot of guys come out here. And stay, yeah. A hundred percent. I talk to a lot of guys that are in the portal about Fresno State and they want to come to Fresno State because they have Jeff Tefford. They have the coaching staff that's spectacular. You have Jethro Franklin. You have the Pat McCanns. You have Tom Skipper, Kevin Doyle. You have remarkable coaches with so much experience willing to come to Fresno State and just put in the work and win. Yeah. But there's other factors that are inhibiting it. Mm -hmm. that's stopping it yeah it's frustrating for everybody else like this podcast and the frank delena's and the david tongi paws and everybody else it's like we just want to help just allow right. us do it our way right. please <laughs> <laughs> right and i i think that's awesome that you bring that up because cole and i 100 percent agree with you like everybody needs to be out there in the community we we have to grow it's 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 uh 
in the Central Valley, it's got to be grassroots because you mentioned so we're so prideful about Fresno State. Like people want to get behind it, and it's going to be a lot easier to get money when you find th those people that want to be a part of it rather than just running around asking for money. Like, well, where have you been? All of a sudden, now you want money from me? So I, I've hundred percent. You want to go watch the games? Why? <laughs> I don't know you. Right, yeah. right. That's why we started the podcast. Right. Yeah. But another thing that I will jump on top of it with my little rant is think of all the publicity that the football has given the football team has given the university in its whole you have Ken Jong oh yeah the I know guy from talking Hangover about. yeah shouting out Fresno State you got Jimmy Kimmel at the Kimmel Bowl mm -hmm. shouting out Fresno State there's so much love and attention being brought to Fresno. Yeah. Well, to to kind of back that up, we were looking at trophies on trophysmack.com today, and they were sponsored the LA Bowl. Yeah. You can buy a Fresno State belt on there. Don't tell me from that. From the LA Bowl. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's expensive. But be warned. <laughs> oh, don't worry. But like those, there's one college on that website, and it's Fresno State. Yeah. Ooh, Jeff Tefford, if you're listening, I'm gonna have you sign it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I will. <laughs> <laughs> but no that's I'm glad you brought that up because I know one of the guys David Tangipaw is a driving force for yeah the funding and everything and I'm on board with it and it's like like you guys said people want to stay here we gotta entice him to stay here yeah. there's too many other factors out there with other colleges with big money that are giving them deals. We just want a little bit, a little bit of the pie. We don't want a lot. Right. Like you said, you have the paralysis that has, that has a baby. I'm sorry, a scholarship check is not gonna cut it. Right. Help them out with something. Yeah. Some care, some baby care, some products, have a deal with him and his baby. I don't know, commercial, something. <laughs> Help. It's not a lot. We're not asking for a lot. Even then, it's a write-off. Right. Most of the people in Fresno have <laughs> businesses. True. It's That's a write-off. <laughs> you got to donate to a certain amount. I understand. <laughs> like, help us help you. We're here. We love Fresno State. We love Fresno as a whole. Think about it. Just like we were talking about earlier, a lot of cities are based off of tourism. Oh, yeah. We get people in here. You got the doghouse that everybody talks about. Every NFL scout knows Fresno by doghouse. Right. Right. The best tri-tip. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. Then you got the athletes. When I was at Fresno, Hino Oshi. I don't know if they changed yep. it now. No, at Campus the, Point. Yeah. Oh, lunch special. Let's go. $15. <laughs> Hibachi style. Oh, amazing. <laughs> hey, offensive line, you guys want to go? We got to go. We got to go lunchtime. We're not going dinner time. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too expensive, but hey, let's go. Let's go lunchtime right after practice, you know. But that's the thing. If we could get tourism into Fresno, it helps farmers out. It helps the community out. Now that money is staying within the community. Now everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Oh, I love it. You got anything else for Born Goal? Sensational. Oh, you got anything else? 
Shoot, what do you want to know? I'm telling <laughs> you, I, <laughs> I've had three years there. I was there. What? When we went to Alabama. I oh, did, yeah. I, Washington. Take, oh, that was an amazing place. I heard it was super loud. <sighs> that was the best stadium I've ever been in. Really? 100%. That's the best stadium in attendance I met, where the loud stadium is just rippled and you have the overlook of the lake it's sensational you have that you have alabama let me show you guys videos of that <laughs> where that stadium is better than most nfl stadiums to this wow. day is this bama or what bama what a joke <laughs> Holy cow. when you get on that grass it makes it seem like you're faster i kid you not I'm talking about a chubby red shirt quarterback. I'm over here testing it out. I'm like, whoa. I paused it. Just hit play. Yeah, dude. It's 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 a lot. It's freaking huge, dude. So far away from the the field, I feel like. On the sides. <laughs> but yeah, no. I appreciate I appreciate you guys and no, dude. Thanks so much for right. coming out and no, and you're, sticking you're with us, staying, <laughs> talking with us. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm grateful. Driving for everything. I know it was on your way, but oh. stopping and taking time out of your day. This day was meant for you guys. <laughs> I told you guys from the start. This day is all about you, and let's make it happen. Oh well, thank you. No, appreciate I it. Appreciate you guys.